Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business, the Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jay. I'm your host. You know, my goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are because your automotive business deserves the latest in transportation news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a moment, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. You're going to know what to expect if you're watching on demand. You can use the clickable video timecode links in the description below. Please do remember to comment, like, share, tell your friends. Thanks for watching ATI. Ever needed a gate pass outside regular hours? Are you ready to click that purchase button? How do you choose yet another online auction platform? New software is great, but there's always another new one, and you already have a workflow, so how do you manage all this great technology? I'd say this is common ground for everyone in automotive, and I'm sure it creates plenty of new work for traditional physical auctions. So who do you call for help? Kelly Bianchi at auctionvcommerce.com. She's our featured guest tonight, and in her live discussion panel, auto auction marketing expert Scott Cole, operating partner at Big Valley Auto Auction Lisa Franz, and general manager at America's Auto Auction Erie. Carrie Rotunda. Ty Thompson, Cars on the Move, also with us. So please join the live chat, ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical, because it's Tuesday Nights Live on ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. I'm your host. Welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on ATI Auto Business. Tuesday Night's Live on the Car Should Be Business channel. My name is Jay. Thank you so much. Please do feel welcome. Please feel welcome. If this is your first time here, thank you for joining us tonight. If you're back again on another Tuesday night, please have a seat. Thank you so much. Say hello. Let us know what's going on with you. Please do say hello because we're going to go into the live chat in a minute or two. And we're going to say hello in the live chat. We're going to keep things moving tonight. Obviously, we still have industry news, but we're going to move quickly. Um, we got a couple schedule changes tonight. So we're going to bring in Ty Thompson before the half hour. Man, we got to keep moving. We're going to bring in Kelly at the 30-minute mark, Auction V Commerce. And we're going to spend some time with Kelly. We're going to learn more about Auction V Commerce digital optimization, customer service. And then we're going to bring in some panelists. We're going to add Scott Kolb, auction marketing expert, Lisa Franz with Big Valley Auto Auction, and Carrie Rotunda with America's Auto Auction Erie. Very excited to have such a great lineup tonight. Um, it's a wonderful thing. It is hard to put these shows together. And I know that we've all got 
busy lives and things happening. So we're just going to do the best we can. And the you know the goal is we want to help you, right? If you're watching, if you're here with us live, feel free to ask a question. If you're watching on demand, put it in the comments down below. Please do leave a like, share, tell your friends. Thank you so much. That's how you do that. You can copy, you can share this link. We're just getting started here. If you got a question, talk to Ty, 417-483-2764. I see him in the live chat. He might even post his phone number if you're real nice. All right, here we go. Let's do this. Let's jump into this live chat and get this party started. I'll be right back. Location Services, Collateral Recovery with Pinpoint Precision and Advanced Proprietary Technologies. Your single source for nationwide collateral recovery. LS Recovery, certified and compliant. LS Skip, experienced recovery. LSPR, advanced plate recognition. LSM House, precision capture. LS Remarketing, nationwide auction partners. LS Keys, professional LS Transport to any destination. LS Titles, verified documentation. LS Auto Notice, secure fulfillment. One contact, one contract, we do it all. Location Services. Everybody wants to be part of a bigger story. Auto Transport is a vital part of that story. Vehicle reconditioning starts when your transport arrives at the dealership. The story starts with you. For our auto retail customers, as yours, full satisfaction. Car dealers can see the rapid recon difference with transparent communication through the vehicle reconditioning process. Auto remarketing and dealer inventory management software. Visit rapidrecon.com. Links in the live chat. Thank you, Location Services. Let's just jump into that live chat and say hello. I'm going to back it up to the top. Oh, I don't even have to go anywhere. Mark Rodeke is in here first. What's up, Mark? Thanks for saying hello. You might notice a few changes tonight. Uh, change could be uh, a wonderful thing. Kimberly is here. What's going on, Kimberly? Welcome to Tuesday Night's Live. We're glad you are here. We certainly are. Please do say hello. Share your company information. You can share email addresses, phone numbers, questions, company, web pages, services. Networking is free in the live chat. Cars on the move. Ty is here. Is this where you get the best customer experience? It is. It is. This is going to be a cool show. It's because there you know, I don't know how much time Ty and I have spent on the phone asking questions about different software we've heard of, companies, services, workflows. We do it all the time. What was the, what, we had one the other day, Ty, that we never thought of asking and it came up. So there's so much, and auctions are usually in the sentence, as well as dealers. Will Morris is here, what's up? Hello from Ashtag, Connecticut. Will Morris, uh, the car auction coast. Will, if you have anything to add because will also has auto auction experience and um so we're really glad that uh you took the time to join us tonight will thank you so much 
Lisa Franz is in the live chat. Cool. Lisa's going to be on the show tonight. Big Valley Auto Auction. Give a whoop whoop for Big Valley Auto Auction in the house. And there's, uh, oh, Auction V Commerce LLC. There's Kelly in the live chat. That is so cool. Go ahead and throw up a uh, applause for Will and Lisa and Kelly and Danny B says hello. We are connecting dealers, auctions, and carriers live. That's got to feel good. That is big news somewhere. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep the live chat open all night. Oh, and Scott's here. What's up, Scott? Scott Kolb is on the show tonight. Saying good evening from the live chat. That's so cool. Um, if we get uh, if we get Carrie in the live chat, um, then we will have the uh, full house. Actually, how cool is that? All right. Well, I don't have a whole lot of time to kill, um, and neither do you. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep it moving. We're going to jump into industry news. Got some interesting stuff going on. I mean, you may have already read this stuff. Uh, but you're here with the with the community that we've built, the house of our friends and business professionals, and this is where we can hash out what is going on with some of this stuff. So stick around. We're going to go into industry news right after this. You don't want to miss it. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verification of loads when nobody answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years of experience in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Transport AutoQuoter is by far the leading auto-quoting software on the market and the only auto-quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our PriceWatch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. What if you could find an auto shipping quote and broker software you could trust? Provide instant accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter by Superflow Systems and move with Pro ABD CRM. Visit superflowsystems.com. Links are in the live chat. Phone number, email address. All right. So, um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go into industry news. It is now time 
This is show 260 in a row on a Tuesday night. Auto auction experience. Now, I thought about the auto auction experience. We have auto, aux auto auction experience here with us. Let's just keep going. Auctionvcommerce.com. Check it out. There you go. Auctionvcommerce.com. And you can see it just like Kelly's uh, in Kelly's live chat. Auctionvcommerce.com, universal auction support for dealers. Everything dealers need to succeed. To bid online, they have to be online. Auctionvcommerce.com. We're going to learn a lot about Auctionvcommerce tonight. Because it's a great example of, we love to talk about connecting the front of the store to the back of the store. Back of the store, transport parking lot, front of the store, where cars are bought and sold. Oh yeah. Front of the store, back of the store, happening tonight. We look at the ecosystem. We are connecting auctions, services, and dealers tonight on ATI Auto Business. You know, last week we had Carriers Unfiltered. That was cool. That was a great show. It was really interesting auto transport live call in and then uh wednesday the day after i had an update with ziggy keller that was cool too so just wanted to give a shout out to you know we had uh it was uh it was a truck driver appreciation week last week centurion was sharing information with drivers feeding drivers lmr companies and that's good timing because uh trucking costs are going up everybody needs to be aware they are not going down. So when you plan on saving money on delivery, uh, okay, not sure how. And if you want the full report from the ATRI, American Transportation Research Institute, I got me a copy, 55 pages of information. Uh, Hanson and Adkins is also sharing Newly acquired Glovis contract out of Tacoma is up and running. Well, Glovis made the news. Glovis, the logistics unit of Hyundai Motor Corp, Motor Group, it's received a $2.2 trillion vehicle delivery deal from a global car maker. Unidentified global car maker. Uh, but it's going to be delivering vehicles to Europe, U.S., Asia for three years from 2023. You see this guy? <laughs> this guy making martinis in the super chat. Thank you, Ty. ATI to the moon. Appreciate that. I hope you are correct, sir. Uh, maybe we can get one of these Glovis deals. In 2020, they signed a five-year vehicle delivery deal with VW Group, um, which is, in fact, what uh, Hanson and Adkins was uh, giving a shout-out about. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Glovis, man. No wonder they're on the ATI-22. Huh? Um... So, uh, Ford's giving dealers six weeks to decide if they want to continue selling EVs. Really? Dealers are either all in on electrification or they're going to be left out. 
In short, Ford is telling its dealer network, let's get rid of that pesky bar. In short, Ford is telling its dealer network that they have to invest, evolve, improve, and offer new services if they want to be a Model E dealership and sell their EVs. Model E is a new division that was created when Ford split the company into three arms, Blue Oval, Ford Pro, and Model E. All of Ford's fully electric vehicles now fall under the Model E umbrella, while plug-in hybrids and regular hybrids are part of the Blue Oval. That's clear? Perfect. There will be a quiz. Ford's giving its dealers until October 31st. What's the rush? Holy mackerel. Less than two months to make a decision that will have huge implications for the future of the franchise. Uh, you got three options. You can be a Model E certified elite dealership, Model E certified dealership, or just stop selling our EVs. At a minimum, Model E elite dealers need to install two high power DC fast chargers. It's all about the chargers. Uh, it'll only cost you uh, to be an elite, oh, a million something. And 90% of that is the cost of purchase and installing required charging infrastructure. You're taking notes, right? There will be a quiz. By the way, what's important about this is it's all about the charging. That's where all the money's going. So, remember that. <laughs> Jeez, Jay, you sound like Farley. Um, Ford explains its Model E dealership strategy will be built on five pillars. Ooh, this is and this is interesting too. I find that this is universal. Training, charging, pricing, the experience, physically, and the digital experience. Once again, physical experience, digital experience in the picture. That's a lot of bell ringing. Uh, the dealer franchise laws are very clear though, and Ford cannot sell vehicles to consumers directly even if they wanted to. So that's interesting to know. And by the way, you have till October 31st. Well, let's get some perspective. Why the rush? The Battery Show highlighted how far EV supply chain has to go. Auto industry executives and engineers uh, said there's years of work to do to grow the EV supply chain. You ain't ready to go. It's an urgent topic. Automakers are setting aggressive EV sales targets. Federal government's pressing for 50% new vehicle sales to be zero emission by 2030. California is moving to ban gas the sale of new gas-powered vehicles by 2035. And the battery supply chain uh, remains fragile. Huh. Great. Three takeaways. Uh, federal legislation is a big boost. The U.S. government has committed billions of dollars in recent months to boost nation's ability to process crucial EV battery materials such as lithium and build batteries domestically. I know, you've seen the news. Let's move on. Uh, but And more needs to be done even faster. That's right, you're not moving fast enough. Mush! There will be a greater demand to mine materials domestically and in trading partner nations. However, it can take as long as a decade to get a mine up and running. Gee, the dealers only got till October 31st. The miners got a decade. Recycling will be crucial in the future. Finding ways to recycle critical materials from batteries used in old EVs will also receive new attention around the industry. But that process is going to take time, if for no other reason than the fact that not many used EVs have batteries that have reached the end of the life cycle. We ain't got much data. Okay. 
the reality is intruding on ma mass electrification. So everywhere, everywhere you go, everyone's talking about how great this problem is. The push for electric vehicles and the enthusiasm propelling it have reached the pivot point that redirects most trends. Simple, idealistic visions compromise with realities that take time to work through. We're going to need time. Yeah, we need lithium. And time! There are more EVs showing up in the lanes and rapidly growing, but that hasn't done much. Take out California, Oregon, and Washington. It's a coastal phenomenon so far. And charging's not as easy as using fuel pumps. Without that level of ease, you will not have mass adoption. I'll see you at the charger, Frank. That'll be the new Honeymooners. Charging Honeymooners. <laughs> they just stand there and charge and make a show. Uh, listen, no, this is crazy. Norway, okay, while Norway gains positive media coverage for the most electrified vehicle nation, comes at a steep price of only $65,000 in subsidies and intensives for each EV, including parking and toll privileges. Is that a real number? Do we have that much? Uh, so far, EV car makers cannot make much money on them, and consumers afford them. And a great quote. We haven't had that Model T moment where a Model T is cheaper than owning a horse. It always comes back to the horses. Um, and, you know, Ford also wants its dealers to match Tesla's lower selling costs. Uh, CEO Jim Farley is meeting with dealers next week to urge them to cut as much as two grand from the cost of delivering an EV. What? Uh-huh. Didn't that the cost of trucking is up 12%? Dang it, man. Don't bring it up now. I'm on a roll. About a third of those savings could come from what Farley called a low inventory model where customers order a vehicle and Ford ships it to the customer rather than stocking vehicles on dealers' lots for weeks or months. Why do we need inventory? Well, let's think about it. Worth uh, 600 700 bucks in our system? That delivery stuff? I don't know. I got lost, too. I got lost in the frustration. Um, by the way, GM's going to sell 175,000 EVs to Hertz over five years. And uh, they're saying this will be a huge step forward for emissions reduction and EV adoption that will cre help create thousands of new EV customers for GM. Okay. This is how you get your car shipping business news. Oh my gosh, we're going to make it. Send in your comments. Autotransportintel at gmail.com I know. I knew Ty would love the news tonight. Uh, you can get the podcast, you know. Get frustrated while you drive. Uh, Mo, angry, get the podcast. It's ATI Auto Business. That is where you'll get the latest modern transportation conversation. Feel free to call Ty. Call him now while he's, while he's having so much fun. 417-483-2764. Where's the return? Here we go. Bang. Um, and, you know, we're here all the time. Tuesday nights. Be sure to catch us on Thermonuclear Thursdays. Good times on Dispatching Live. We drag 
it out into the light. Mic check, one, two, three. We're okay? Okay. Yeah, you're only 25 minutes in the show. First mic check, really, Jay? Uh, December and September was Friday's show with Jason Rice. That was a good one, too. Auto retail market update with Jason Rice at Lot Pop. Always amazing stuff out of Jason. When you put, you tie plus Jason equals awesome. All right, cool. All right, speaking of, it's 725, so it's time to get Ty up in here. Uh, do me a favor, stick around, because right after the break, we're going to have Ty, and then we're going to bring in Kelly. We're going to get the show rolling. We'll be right back after this. Why is auto shipping such a challenge? If shipping cars is part of your job, you've wasted time assigning and tracking shipments, waited around while deadlines are missed, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. And if you're a carrier moving cars... You've wasted time with bad contact info and shipments that aren't available, waited around for help locating vehicles and receiving payments, and struggled getting anyone to answer your questions. At PAL, we integrate systems for seamless API automations, provide daily email updates, custom portals and reporting, provide ACH quick pays, and we never hide from any questions. Join the auto logistics revolution because it's time to do things better. Pre-owned Auto Logistics, vehicle transportation made safe, reliable, and easy. Pre-owned Auto Logistics provides car shippers with experienced professional drivers, a fully insured modern fleet, and friendly, knowledgeable service. Learn more at preownedautologistics.com. Links in the live chat. Thank you so much. Please do say hello. Jump into the live chat and say hello. Now it's time. Uh, up on center stage here to help me introduce tonight's show auto auction experience we have ty thompson cars on the move ty can you see me and hear me okay sure can buddy good to see you too by the way see seems you like i haven't seen you since what friday uh yeah Sorry and even online. then it was just virtually yeah, i mean nothing good, beats though. that lunch we had oh yeah well i'll be back yeah. in kansas city again so well, we'll, um, get that. we'll get we'll get that in sometime <clears throat> yeah so yeah. uh get a lot Hell of interesting yeah. i want to talk about tonight um this is great i was thinking about it kelly's gonna be here carrie's gonna be here scott and is there one more uh kelly's gonna be here oh and lisa lisa scott cole right. lisa, lisa france carrie Rotunda. Yeah. yeah so i think Lisa's the only one. Once I see her face, I'll know. I, I know I'd know her, but I yeah, just can't put it together. Point being, where I'm going with this is is everybody that's on the show tonight, I met at a conference. Did you know that, Jay? Oh, of course. <laughs> but the, to see these relationships grow and to learn what people do and to have the, the kind of a relationship where you can say, hey, would you come on our show and tell us about auction stuff, uh, really means a lot to me. And so... I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited to learn more about what uh, Auction V Commerce does in Kelly. And, and then that's good, always we, good to see. We owe you a thank you of appreciation because well, you that, helped. You, you, you set this up. You right, got in well, touch they, with Kelly, right? Yeah, the super chat was because of all the headaches I gave you yesterday. Oh, <laughs> Behind the scenes. As, as Ty oh, yeah. likes to say, nobody knows how hard these shows are to put together. 
Oh my that gosh. We're yeah. at 260 in a row, and it's like, it's just a lot of work, and everybody's busy. You know what I think? You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking everybody's email inbox is stuffed to the gills. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I've seen a phenomenon. It's it's hard. You need to text people now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have yeah. to text people. Text people. So, um, the auctions, we talk a lot about auctions. I think tonight's going to be more along the lines of the physical auction. Uh, the digital optimization, that's one of the things that I think Kelly's going to talk about. So, I'm really... I'm. I really don't have much to say. I mean, actually, we can bring Kelly on right now if you want. Well, I think that's what we're going to do. So here we go. Uh, Kelly, get ready because up on center stage, we are now, we're so excited. First time on ATI Auto Business. This is Kelly Bianchi of Auction V Commerce. And um, she, you know, I see, and I didn't give her much warning. I never do that. You never, you don't get much warning. Uh, you jump in the live chat, you say hello, suddenly you're live, and then they're telling you, you know, you're going to be on camera, and then you're, you know, <laughs> you can hear the audio in the background. That's okay, Kelly. We, you know, we do this, we did this all the time to people. We didn't, we didn't give enough notice. And, um, so Kelly, can you hear us okay? I never do that. You never, you don't get much warning. I jump in the live chat. You say hello. Suddenly you're live, and then they're telling you, you know, you're going to be on camera. So Kelly, we're 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 going to bring you on camera. You're in the background. That's okay, Kelly. We, you know, we do this. We do this all the time. And we can hear. So do me a favor before we properly. Okay, we're live. And so we hear your audio. So you have to mute because you're watching the YouTube stream. If you mute the YouTube stream, then you'll still be in the Zoom meeting, but then you won't have to, we don't have to listen to me drone on and on in some kind of echo fashion. Got it. All right, cool. All right, so, um, all right, Kelly, welcome to ATI Auto Business Tuesday Night's Live. Thank you so much. So, please say hello. Tell us more about you and Auction V Commerce, okay? Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we hear you. We Do see I need you. my Thank microphone? You. I think you guys are all mic'd I, up. I, I mean, well, you know, <laughs> I, for some reason, you know, you can hold it. You almost look like Ty. That looks like Ty yeah. live, yeah. holding his little <laughs> microphone. <laughs> it comes in handy. Oh, your audio sounds really good. Yeah, it does. Does it? Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Okay, so um, my name is Kelly Bianchi, and I am. I started Auction V Commerce about seven years ago. I came from well, first uh, I had a restaurant for five years that moved me into uh, an auction, and which moved me into the technology side of the auction business, which moved me into um, Auction V Commerce, and that transition. Um, it, you know, all along the way, I've always been an entrepreneur. So, so auction v commerce actually was sprung out of the idea that the online side of the auction was a very entrepreneurial um, type of journey. And you know, when I started, the online was actually kind of the enemy of the brick and mortar auction. So it was really fascinating to me because I saw opportunity where you know, many of the auctions that were just getting onto simulcast were feeling attacked. Like this industry they've known and loved forever is now under siege um, from the digital monster. So um, 
I traveled, my job with the technology vendor was to travel and teach auctions how to use their technology, how to, um, you know, basically push the buttons. And I wasn't happy with that because I felt that we were uh, helping auctions to put their business online, but we weren't helping them to build an online business. So what I really wanted to develop was the culture that uh, could support growth. Um, and to kind of get rid of some of the, the the fears that came along with the online, some of them being, you know, the online is going to come and take away our lane business. And, you know, that's the root of the auction industry. There's a lot of traditionalists out there who really love uh, the experience, the environment, you know, but the, the future comes to us no matter what we do to kind of try and ward it off. You know, we love um, our traditional type of, of things, but we have to make room for the next generation. So I wanted to help independent auctions specifically um, because that's who I work with. And, and in traveling to all of these auctions, I, I really, you know, I love the people, I love the culture. Um, I just wanted to create that opportunity that I thought there could be a lot more of. Well, I'll tell you, you said several things that I think we can absolutely get on board with. Um, I don't know where to start. I wrote down several things. Ty, do you want to start with something? Actually, go. you go first. Yeah, okay. All right. So, yeah, cool. <laughs> All right, great. I'm jumping to the bit. All right, so the online side of the auction is the entrepreneurial side. Now, that's really interesting because I think we see a lot of... There is concern... Um, I don't know if it was suspicion at first or if it was just there was, you know, is this a good idea? Is this going to work? And then suddenly it was everybody run to the other side of the boat. We <laughs> got to do this. You saw all that. Oh, yeah. So uh, where where were you? Where, where So what's your timeline on this? How long have you been in the digital auction space? So I've been seven years with Auction V-Commerce. So prior to to COVID and all of that, it was, you know, people put off the online, there was not a huge threat of disruption. Um, and during that time, I mean, way back when I was saying, hey, why would you close down because there's ice on the ground in North Carolina? When you have an online sale, you could do it all online. That was, that was just not even an acceptable uh, recommendation at all. Post COVID, um, you know, we find that that is a healthy alternative. So it's funny how quickly that balance shifted. Um, but the moment uh, the COVID happened and people felt they had to go online or that was the only option. So when they went online, we found out how much not only the auctions, but the online customers didn't really understand the things that we brought to the table. And that was a, a huge eye opener for, for a lot of people and, you know, people have come to, and, and not only that, but sales have increased. Sales were increasing year over year online, regardless of, of you know, any attempts to sabotage that. Um, but with COVID, you know, we were jumping from like 5% online to 30% online. So, I mean, it was a pretty significant jump and now you have to pay attention to how well you're doing this. So. You know, when we come in, you know, we set up the auction with an entire infrastructure to support 
uh, customers who are trying to log in or not just log in because remember that there is a um, there are customers who may not log in and bid on sale day but they're using your devices through uh, just to prepare for the sale you know when you're logging in to to just go through the technology or look at inventory and do things like that you know there's a lot of use case scenarios in in technology that becomes involved um, even before the simulcast or any of the other online platforms. And so that creates another um, another experience level that the auctions didn't previously have to maintain. You didn't have to have this in-house um, guru who knew about the auction industry and knew about uh, technology. Because you know, in, in many cases, you'd see the online manager with somebody who was an IT person or a salesperson. So one one of them knew all about technology, but nothing about the auction, and the other one knew all about the auction and not a lot about technology. So you know we're kind of a bridge between the two, and you know we help the auctions connect with the customers, but also help them embrace their technology and and uh, get more from it. What I want to do before I go any further, because I'm writing notes like crazy, I always <laughs> encourage, I always show my notes, you know, and I encourage everybody to take notes. Um, I want to go to Will's talking about how he fields a question of uh, how much of the percentage of, like, tr I'm thinking he's saying traditional auction sales, will digital auctions take away from brick and mortar? Do you have, you mentioned a couple percentages. Do you, do you see that there is, how, yeah, help me out. I feel like it's kind of taboo to to make <laughs> some uh, assumption assumptions. Right. That's why I don't I don't want to say take away. I don't, yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. And but and that's the thing, yeah. right? You're going to get as much business in any area that you put effort towards. So, um, you know, a lot of auctions didn't want to invest in the infrastructure because they kind of set it up like this is the, our vending machine. It's there if you want to use it. So. Now that we're gearing towards the fact that this is becoming more of an opportunity and, um, you know, a, a very a reliable device, we have to look at the future. I have a 15-year-old daughter. Okay, she has a right hand and then she has a phone. You know, I haven't seen her left hand and I don't know how long. There's a phone. It's glued to her hand. And anything she does by the time she's um, in, a, in a position where she's buying cars, if that's the direction she goes in, it's going to be probably done on a mobile device. Now, there's a lot of generational people in the automotive industry who still enjoy the auction experience, raised up and, you know, like to go and touch the cars. And I mean, technology is advancing like 300 times faster now than it did when we were kids. So, you know, you don't know what's going to, you don't know if you're going to have these IVR glasses and you could be in your living room, but at auction, you know, I mean, look at what we're doing now. <laughs> so there's so totally. many, well, right? And we have seen uh, examples of the metaverse. Um, Brian Kramer talks about it. Danny Zavzlowski talks about it. So it's already out there. I think digital dealers got a little bit of metaversality to it. So, yeah, we're moving fast. Yeah, and, and the thing is, you know, those irrational fears to where this detracts from that traditional auction. You know, my, my whole um, movement was to take the best of the past and to merge it with the future. And, and it wasn't to, to try and extinguish the auctioneers, extinguish the, you know, going in the lanes, touching the cars and doing all of that stuff. 
Um, what my movement was is we need dealers to have the same options they have in their personal lives. And anytime I went into a room um, with a group of people, my first question would be how many Amazon Prime members are in the room? And I don't think there wasn't anybody who didn't raise their hand. So we have expectations in our personal lives that have carried over to our business lives. And we expect, you know, and, and we get the warm fuzzy feelings when we see, uh, you know, your package is 10 stops away. I mean, I don't know who doesn't. It's very exciting that it used to be check the mailbox and now it's like check and see when your delivery is going to arrive. So, um, so we want customers online to know that auctions are advancing, you know, at a pace that they're comfortable with. And, and that they have tools and the freedom and everything else that the technology can give them. So we've created new channels for, for dealers to connect with the auctions um, outside of business hours uh, to be able to get confirmation. I mean, after you buy a car online, you have to call the auction to complete your transaction, which to me, it kind of it kind of uh, removes the whole convenience level of buying online. So we wanted dealers to feel like, you know, they're still being taken care of over here. If you're online, um, the people who are there at the auction aren't being disregarded either. Um, and you're creating a similar experience and um, inviting everybody and, and welcoming everybody because online dealers always had the sense that, you know, they were second class citizens compared to inline buyers. And if you want to build an online business, the first mm. thing you have to do is make your users comfortable in brick and mortar. And, and online have two different sets of rules. So you have to accommodate both of them and you have to have the expertise to be able to do that. And, you know, it's a lot of auctions just kind of lumped the online in with the whole brick and mortar and it doesn't always translate well, so. Um, you have an app, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Let's so, see, that's, Let's see that it. Cornerstone of what's this is. Yeah, there it is. And in fact, here's what I'm gonna do. Yep, keep that up there. Think outside the blocks. You uh, see that? <laughs> think outside the blocks. Right. Wow, good one. That is good. Um, what I'm gonna do is auctionvcommerce.com is the site. I'm gonna go to it, and I think let's see. Oh, that was the list of auctions. I think if I click on what we do there, okay. So there's basically kind of the app you're showing us right think outside the yes. blocks so tell us more what what does the app do is that is that how you get started tell us more yeah so when i talk about building a bridge um one of the things that we promote is that we are a universal support center and customer service so when you use the app you can connect with all the auctions that we work with from a single place so i mentioned that when you are finished purchasing, you typically would have to call the auction. Well, if you purchased at five different independent auctions, you have to call five different auctions. And if you want inspections for five different auctions, you probably are gonna be transferred to five different inspection departments. Um, if you want transportation, that's five different transport, that's a lot to manage, right? So if you go to the app, you can just navigate through to the different auctions and you can submit your requests digitally. You can get confirmations digitally. And now you've set up a tracking um, dashboard so that you can go back in and see where everything's at. But it's more of a proactive type of um, situation because the auction, whenever they update your request, you're going to get, you know, your your packages 10 stops away or, you know, wherever wherever they are in the process, 
or if it's completed or, um, you know, the idea is that you, you have the convenience to control your experience according to your hours. I mean, we're in a wholesale business, which means that your customers or, you know, the auction customers have businesses and time is everything. So we want to give them back their time. Well, that, I mean, you make a good point because if, if you, yeah, if you've got five different auctions and you are an independent dealer, you don't have time for all that phone craziness. Your job is selling cars, not the logistics. Yeah, go ahead, Ty. Well, I just was, as you're talking about inspections and post sales and pain, and then you get over to, I got to deal with the transport guy. That's a whole nother, who knows what. <laughs> so so this is, an, this is an app that auctions, it's a, it's a, you're a vendor for an auction. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So I don't, I'm not a tech guy and I'm, but I am curious. Um, when you go to a independent auction, what, what do independent auctions use to manage their independent auction? Am I, so is there an auction management system, something like that? They do have an auction management system, but most of the communication and everything, and this is where it all goes wrong it is um you know the the processes are very antiquated you know when you're using three-part carbonless reverse um forms that you're distributing you're bound to over order your parts you're bound to lose vehicles that were you know supposed to go into uh the transportation queue or whatever cycle you know of the whole online sales process there are i mean salespeople are being used as concierge they're they're in a meeting with a dealer and they have other dealers that are trying to call them to find out why their vehicles haven't been picked up, where their vehicles are in the process while they're trying to get a sale. So probably not the best use of their time. Um, and you know, between meetings, they're calling these people back, but first they have to call the auction to speak to the manager of that department. So there's a lot of unnecessary communication that happens. And I mean, the, when I say unproduct unproductive, it, I mean, when you're using your sales team to have to do things like that. And I understand a lot of sales people want to step up to the plate and be there for their customers. But if logistically you really can't be there for your customers, are you doing them a service? Um, because now you're playing phone tag. Now your customer's aggravated because he can't get through to anybody. Your transportation guy, now he's pushed back because he's on the phone with you and it's like just chaos. And I have um, some real world scenarios that um, I wanna share with you in real experiences and how we've helped to transform some of these auction departments. And um, I mean, one of the things, again, I try, to, I try to make it relatable to what we do in our everyday lives. One of the things that we've noticed is self-checkout has become a thing. And not only a thing, <laughs> but it's become a preferred thing, has it not? Wow. When yeah. you walk into no, a grocery right. store, when you first saw the self-service, it was like, you know, there was tumbleweed going through that aisle. It was like, no, you're taking away jobs, right? And now you go into the into the grocery store and that self-service is like, yeah, I think I'm just gonna go there. I can, you know. Totally. I, I I've right? noticed that too, yeah. Yes. Self, you keep seeing it grow, actually. Yeah. I walk into a grocery store, I'm like, there's another physical lane gone and there's four machines. And sometimes yeah. there's a person even in those physical lanes and they're still going towards the machines because what people find it, you know, convenience. We live in, we have a very short attention span. You know, I think we're developing ADD at later ages just because of the fact that, you know, TikTok and different things that 
we watch three minute videos. You know, you have to entertain us within two, 30 seconds or we're going to have to swipe left. I mean, the expectation is completely different. It's a whole different world. So to ignore the fact that the culture is changing and to deny being a part of that culture, you're not going to survive that way. And so um, what we did, you know, we had an auction that came to us and said, you know, we have our transportation department has a problem. We're losing vehicles. Now, I talk about those salespeople who, you know, they're taking calls and doing everything. Well, what's going to happen when you're trying to juggle between new business and existing business, keeping everybody happy? And now you add this online situation that gives you, um, you know, the opportunity for exponential growth. Are you going to be able to sustain that? Or are you probably going to have a lot of things fall through the cracks? So, um, you know, this auction said, well, we're falling through the cracks on vehicles. We're losing cars. When you're losing cars, you're losing money. Those are vehicles you're not selling. Um, those are customers that you're making angry. There's so many different ways you're making, you know, you're losing business and you're losing it long term. You know, so so that's the other thing to look at. So they said, you know, we we like having our own support. We don't need your support, but we just want to use the tool that you have for transportation, your dealer service app. So we're like, okay, but you're going to get the support anyway. We're going to set you up with that infrastructure and, you know, we're going to deploy this thing. So we deployed it. And a couple months later, you know, I see the, we're, we go back and forth. We do some customization. And um, a couple months later, I see, you know, the, the auction owner at a conference and ask how everything's going. And he says, since we started using that system, we haven't lost one vehicle. He said, wait, I take that back. We lost one because it wasn't put in the system. So, I mean, well, if you, go ahead. Well, no, oh, I wow. it, when we say lost, okay, we, the lot like disappeared. That's like, I didn't get it fast enough to get it into the auction fast enough. The dis, there was, that's what you mean by lost, right? Yeah. Yeah, so okay. Lost. So for the audience, it, <laughs> just making sure that they understand, these aren't vehicles that are disappearing with the bad guys in Memphis taking the catalytic <laughs> converters or whatever they do. Yeah, these aren't <laughs> okay. cars on milk cartons. They're uh, yeah. <laughs> they're on the lot somewhere. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that you took the, you went on your technology. You somehow took the technology and tied it into the transportation piece for the sales reps i'm assuming sales reps at the auction well the sales rep and the transportation manager okay. so the idea is that again with the self-service you know it's like you have your own pos um you know point of sale solution right so if you're able to put something in on your end and it's and you're able to collect data from the customer it it goes to a, a management dashboard that now becomes a communication channel that now allows that department. So what did we remove when we did that? So what we did was now the salespeople actually, not, and not even the customers in this case, in this case, the salespeople were putting in all of the transportation requests and it went to the general manager or the uh, transportation manager's dashboard. And whenever he interacted with that, it would shoot out the emails to let them know where their transportation was in the process. So the driver's been sent, your your transportation is complete. So they're getting all of these messages. Now, what is that? Now picture that first scenario we talked about. I'm in a meeting trying to get new business. I have someone calling me, but guess what? They don't really need to call me because the minute he clicked that button, 
if I put the customer's email in there, the customer got a message and he already knows. Well, now I can sit here and get I've been the dispatcher trying to reach the dealership. Yeah. And it keeps going to voicemail. So I've been I was the, transport. the guy on the phone, yeah, and you were the transport. I've been the transport guy trying to get a hold of the sales rep to get me the gate passes because um, the dealer couldn't get a hold yeah. of him. The dealer's yelling at me. I'm starting to get a little upset with the sales rep, who, by the way, is my favorite person at the auction. Um, so totally what you're saying makes amazing sense. And you're saying this app, the dealer also has the app, and as long as they've got the email in there, they're able to communicate. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and it actually, once you put in your request, now you have your own little dashboard to where, you know, you can nudge the auction and you could be like, hey, I haven't heard from anybody. What's going on? Um, you know, and the auctions have live working dashboards. So as communication comes in, you know, they have, I have another auction that does this and cleaned up the, a huge mess in arbitration and the arbitration manager lives by it. And, and they had to get all of the dealers. See, the hardest part about this whole change is getting everybody to follow these processes and procedures. But you know what? My thought is, if you don't teach them a new way, somebody else is going to. And and the thing is, people want you to do what you keep doing, but they're willing to leave you to go to somebody else who put it together, who, who did the work, who put in the time, and has transformed their customers and their cultures into this more efficient process. So you need to be the innovator of that. So the question, um, the reason I'm talking about it, this is fresh, and you and I should talk later. I need yeah. my phone number, 417-483-2764. I've actually got a couple auctions that have reached out, and one of the problems is, is the traditionally, okay, so traditionally, the auction sales rep calls the dealer, how many cars do you want to send to the auction this week? Uh, I got eight. Okay. Or what Do you know what they are? Well, not really, just come and get eight. Okay. We Sales rep gets a hold of the transport guy. Transport guy thinks he's going to get eight. He gets over there. There's three. What happened to the other five, right? Yeah. So I'm just curious. How do, does this touch that as well? So I mean, that's a real problem, right? Well, the the um, you can update the request at any time. So if it changes, you can put it in there. So my recommendation, um, you know, and this is again, we're baby stepping it but i have a lot of recommendations on things like that it's whether or not the auction is going to do that because you know they don't want to lose that business and making the customer angry but the best thing about having this type of technology is now you're getting data that you've never collected before and you can see how that's impacting your bottom line and you know how many times you're sending out drivers unnecessarily and that costs you money so you well, need to be able to provide a visual of that well, you, you talk about the dealer experience and, and the, we all have our personal life and we can do all these amazing things with our phones. So if I, I'm just talking out loud, I don't know, I haven't seen the app or done the app, but if I were a dealer and I had the auction v commerce app and I had the choice to just scan the VIN in my lot, have my, my buddy go do it or whoever's that job that is, go scan the VIN or take a picture, whatever you do, plug it in, it goes straight to the sales rep Right. That inner is, is. Are we there yet? So is you're not scanning. Of, you're not necessarily scanning the no. bin. It's like a, just a short form. You're putting in, for instance, I buy a car online and it doesn't matter. By the way, it doesn't matter what platform you're on. Maybe I bought it on simulcast. Maybe I bought it on OBE. It doesn't matter where you're at. You you can go to the checkout button on. Well, you know what? I should show you an auction page so then you can see <clears throat> what that looks like, too. Um, so I go to the checkout app and I'm letting the auction know hey, I need my bill of sale, 
I need, um, I'm going to need transportation, a gate pass. I'm going to need to floor this vehicle with next. Oh, wow. Thing. So you can like check boxes of things you'll need. Something like that. Oh, wow. So these are our options. Wow. So these are and options. So it, there's a conflict between the screen and the background, which is fine. Yeah, it's I'm going to pull up an actual screen so, so it removes. Yeah, feel free to take, you can take control of this. Okay, there we go. There's a screen. And you can also screen share if you need to, but um, I love it. You know, you said 2015. Or I'm sorry, you said seven years ago. That's 2015-ish. Yeah, 2015, right around that time, was a big time in new automotive technologies. I know in our space, that was a big time. So, so here we are now, because that's one of the things I was going to ask you. I mean, this takes years to develop. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> Anything to yeah. add? We felt that. Yeah, exactly. I heard the, huh? I heard the real life there. Well, you know, and this has evolved. When I, when I first started, the thought was, you know, I, I traveled to auctions, and when, when I started teaching them how to, you know, run simulcast. Um, it evolved into, you know what, I don't want to just teach you, I don't just want to train clerks on how to do simulcast. I want to train the general manager, the sales team. I want to, I want to train everybody how to interact with this technology and, you know, the expectations. I want to set all this up. And it came to a point where I would go there and the auctions would be like, could, could you just come here for like six months and help us get this off the ground? And, and I'm like, well, I'll, I can guide you and we can keep doing this. And they, they would be like, well, we don't really have the resources. So resources was a common theme from one auction to the next. And so that's where I was like, well, you know what? I think it's time that I provide the resources. And um, so I, I got an investor and I wrote a business plan, got an investor oh, wow. um, and left okay. my, my company that I worked for at the time and um, decided I was going to take the next step. So Wow, that it's is really that's cool entrepreneurism story. at its best. That is, it's amazing. I'm looking at the clock, Kelly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, you know what? I wanted to. I, I hate it when it's not ready, and I got to get the thing. Hold on, here we go. Then out. I mean, everybody out there clapping. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so I'm looking at the clock. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna bring in Scott Cole. We're gonna put you back in the waiting room, and then I think in a bit. You're, I think maybe you're able to call back in and talk yes. a little bit longer? Yes. Okay, so we're going to do that. So, okay. um, and we're good on time. We're okay right now if we do that. You're yeah. okay on time? Okay, all right, perfect. All right, I'll just put you back in the waiting room now. We're at that, probably at that decent breaking point. Uh, we're not at a breaking have, point. Or, yeah, go ahead. You I was going to say, I have 10 minutes if... Uh, you have 10? Yeah. Yeah? You, okay, so let's stay, well, let's keep you for another five. That okay. way you still have plenty of time. Hey, I worked in dispatch, right? I, I don't like to take anything down to the wire unless I have to. Um, <laughs> and so far, we've, we've been right on schedule, and we've been covering a lot. You said, uh, you know, okay, so auction v. commerce. If you're just joining us now, camera one, thank you so much for saying hello. Jump into the live chat. We're live with Kelly Bianchi. Bianchi. Dang it. <laughs> I, I knew I was going to do that. It's Kelly Bianchi. Of Auction V Commerce, and you want to go to auctionvcommerce.com, and yeah, and Will, Will's giving it up oh. for Auction V Commerce. By the way, because, yeah. the app is called ABC Dealer. ABC Dealer. Yes. Android or iPhone. Yes. Okay, so the, I'm going to put the, I'm going to put it in, the app is called ABC. No, AV is in vehicle. 
Yep. A, A B C dealer. Dealer. Yes. Okay. Okay. It's called, and that's it's on both platforms, Android and Apple. Okay. And so, all right. How about this? Let's say someone goes and gets the app right now. Where do you start? What do you do? What do you you know? What are you doing? So let's say, let's say you're a dealer consigner and you want to go in and you want to send five cars to the auction. There's a button, consign my vehicle, send it to the auction. How many vehicles is this for the next sale? You know, you, you put it all in there and it goes up on their dashboard. That's the beauty of it is that these are live cast workflow dashboards, removes paper, right? We talked about three-part carbonless reverse um, forms. So there's none of that. So you don't have these cluttered desks filled with notes that people are dropping off you know, for every department, you walk in any department in an auction and like there's piles, there's mounds. And, you know, I had, I knew one auction who ordered over $40,000 in extra parts in one year because of, you know, that process. So no paper, no clutter. I mean, there's a million ways that you can, you're going to save money from being, having digital workflow. Um, if you're a, a buyer, and you want to use the app to do your checkout. We talked about the checkout. Um, if you want to arb your vehicle, so let's say I ordered, I, I uh, bought a vehicle online and I just got it a couple weeks later and it just showed up at my door and it's Saturday and the auction's closed, but I need to put in an arbitration because it got here and there's something wrong with the transmission. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to submit my arbitration because oh, now I have, now I have time crazy. documentation. Um, you know, I can, wow. yeah. It's okay. I don't want to go in the week, but there's okay. So the guy, the dealer consigner, somebody's watching this. I want that. He downloads it. Is there a monthly reoccurring fee? How does it's free just go? Okay. So the auctions pay for our service. Okay. The auction's taken care of mm -hmm. you. So the question I'm, and I'm, I don't need the answer, but I'm really trying to find out how does this wait, maybe you already answered it. Does this tie your te technology? Does it tie into the auction management system? It's completely separate. Well, OK, so we would love to have integration partners and things like that. We don't rely on that um, and we don't need to. So we talked about having we talked about having the, um, you know, the calls and stuff. And you were saying I left a voicemail. I did this and did that's the mess that it cleans up. You know, the struggle right now is with communication channels um, and centralizing communication. And so that's what this does. It creates transparency, access, communication, you know, all these click of the button things. I mean, you know, when you're talking to one of your customers, what do you end up doing when you're talking to your customer? Let's talk about how's your kids? How, when you've known somebody for a long time and sometimes it's out of obligation and really you or that person could be like, you know, I don't even want to get entangled in a conversation right now because I'm so busy, but you feel obliged that you have to do that. This gives them yeah. another option. I don't always want to talk to people. Sometimes I have more time than others. And when I don't have time, I want to get something done. It. You just want to get something done. Exactly. So, so this gives you the ability to decide because also in the app, there's a click button call. If you want to call, you just push the button and it calls directly to our support team. If you want to text us, if you want to initiate a conversation by text, you can text. So, so it's everything you need that you're, handheld assistant i, I want to i just want to say i don't want to cut you off ty but this is what's the part of the phenomenon of the shopping is that your first the first time you go through you kind of want a person after that after you know what you're doing you don't yeah 
Not really. Not usually. Yeah. No. The um, the thing that uh, this is this is interesting because it's starting to remind me, and I know I know not the same thing, but rapid recon, right? Once the car has been I purchased, totally on the way. That. Yeah. We got to do a demo at Oaks. Everybody on City. the lot. I'm sorry, Ty. I got excited. <laughs> that was an amazing <laughs> show. It really was. The, but as you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, so who has to really be on board here? Where's the, where's the culture? Where's the energy? Kelly? So the auctions need to be on board. And, you know, it's about responsiveness. It's about having auctions um, that are receptive. In, so when you're usually at an auction, if you, and most of these people are long time been at the auction. And back when it, they started, anybody who's anybody and anybody they need to talk to is on site on sale day right and every yeah. there's not an auction in the country that on sale day is not understaffed and after COVID, it's even worse so when you can yeah. leverage the technology to be able to ex expand your staff a little bit and you know increase your hours and um you know be able to keep both sets happy because if you want to deliver that service with a smile um, you know, I'll tell you when when you have dealers backed up in a line who are itching to go somewhere and somebody frustrated at the counter who's trying to get service out and getting yelled at and everything else, that's probably not happening. So we need those devices to alleviate, um, you know, the the burden that comes with customer service. And people are very happy to be able to handle customer service and initiate those processes on their own if they feel like it's going to be easier, like with self-checkout. So we provide that solution. The so the auction needs to be on board and be responsive to those requests that come in. They need to be responsive to our support team when we're sending over, um, because you're just, this is one small portion of what we do, the digital workflow. I mean, we have our whole support center where we've built an entire <coughs> omni-channel um, support call center where we even have the IVR, you know, which is the intelligent voice response system to help address dealer needs after hours when a dealer calls in and they go through the automated process. And, and sometimes, you know, they just need a link to the right place. And from, from a um, digital conversation, they can get a link to find out the gate hours or, you know, just basic customer service questions. There are just too many ways um, to be able to connect with people. And, you know, auctions have this, um, like I said, it, they, they take the brick and mortar approach where, you know, outside the blocks, there's this whole other world that we're well submerged in. We speak it right. fluently. And so outside we bring that to the, the blocks table. again, once again, because it's not all about just the purchase. Yes. What about all that happens after? And then you realize, well, there's a bunch of stuff before it too. So you really do have a lot to manage before and after outside the blocks. Outside the blocks. Well, that was uh, really, was really educational. Good. I know. Huge. I, I, and I, you know, what's interesting too, is really there was a, there's a lot there. Um, next, I'd Man. like to see it actually. Yeah. So what if somebody wants to get a demo? What do they do? How can... Is there, can we plug a Support website or a phone number? So, all right. So say it again. Support at auctionvcommerce.com. Okay. Support at auctionvcommerce.com. Just send an email. Support yeah. at auction. And what happens then? Uh, we'll set up a time and set up a demo. 
And how long is a... Uh, do you have a typical time for a demo? Or, what, 30 minutes? Do we get on an app? Do we do a Zoom? What, what do we expect? Yeah, it's you just, um, you know, whatever... I like to know, because we have so many things, I like to know where the pain points are because I'd rather focus in on what we address that and then speak lighter about the other. Like right now, I wanted to focus on digital workflow and, and all of that and didn't talk as much about our support or omni-channel and you know, all that stuff. We just touched on that. So um, it I like to kind of feel people out to right. see what they're looking at. You start with, yeah, it's not just the same demo every time. It's customized, exactly. what are your pain points? Quick One more, question, and I'll tie, yeah, and then we'll let it go. Go ahead. <laughs> what kind of, what's the, uh, do you get much pushback from the independent, say, smaller auctions? What, 250, 250 cars is a pretty small auction, right? A week? It, how do they, when they hear about this, how does that, just curious. No, it, it's all perception. So it's um, a smaller auction thinks that we're not even in the running. And I used to always tell people, you know, I understand you think that you can't sell a car between some dollar amount online, but you know, you have to look at the real world scenarios. And I mean, eBay sold a cornflake in the shape of Idaho for like $10,000 or something ridiculous like that. And I always use that as an example. It's not about, you know, if you tell me you can't, then absolutely you can't. You know, if, if you're, if right. you're the player yeah. in the game and you decided <laughs> you're not going to win it, I can't tell you any different. Right, but I right. can tell you that, you know, I know what it takes. And if you follow the program on what it takes, we can take your 250 car auction and we can help you maximize the online potential because that's what companies have been able to knock other people out of the water. Hey, look at Netflix and brick in, in Blockbuster, you know, brick mm -hmm. and mortar versus online. And, and oh. that's, that's what happened. I mean, there's a lot of scenarios where that's happened. Honestly, um, I'm sold. If I was, yeah, no, you just made a good point. If I was a small to mid-size auction, I'd, I'd be emailing support at auctionvcommerce.com. <laughs> help, help. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much. Yeah, really. absolutely. Right. I mean, I'm sure we're going to hear from you again. Right, we're going to get... By we're the way, uh -huh. one yeah. more thing to, to tell you about. So with all of these things that we do, you'd be interested to know that our pricing, it was... Um, you know, we created this for small auctions, for the independent auctions. So our pricing for everything that we do costs less than one part-time person a month. Oh, so, yeah, there you wow. go. Exactly right. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. It's believable, too. Exactly. Wow. It's not, this is, you're not hiring an enterprise battleship that moves slowly, you know, and in a year we hope to have another button no, you're moving quickly. Yeah. This is an entrepreneurial spirit. and um, It's really great. Yeah, I learned and, so and, much. Thank and, you. You know, you were there before before the big tidal wave. Yeah. So you yeah. already got, yeah, that, I mean, that counts for a lot too. We're seeing, again, we're seeing the scramble to the other side of the boat. We're seeing, you know, conflagrations and whatever. So really, this is cool. All right, Kelly, here's what I'm going to do. Right. I'm going to put you back in the waiting room. Okay. And uh, well, I'm gonna we call in. To, yeah, right? and then please call in. Yeah, we're gonna okay. we're gonna talk to Scott Kolb now, and we'll bring you back in a little bit. Okay. Bye, Scotty. Bye, Scotty. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So here we go. All right. Up on center stage, we are going to. That was amazing. Um, that is Kelly at Auction B Commerce. We're gonna bring in Scott Kolb. 
And um, I think he's ready to go. He's been in the live chat. Scott, can you see us and hear us okay? I can see and hear you both. Fantastic. All right. So I'm going to. Can you hear ask, me okay? I hear you. I don't know if you're joining by video or are you, are you, you don't have to. Oh, perfect. There's Scott Cole. What's happening, hey, Scott Cole? All right. <laughs> Great to see you. Great to see you. You too. How have you been? Um, Scott, we loved having you on last time, too. So please say hello again and tell us a little more for anyone that's first time doesn't know the great Scott Cole. Oh, just uh, first and foremost, blessed to be on board with you all. You're doing great work at ATI and uh, Cars on the Move. So appreciate all you're doing for our ecosystem. Um, just, uh, I don't know, a, 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 a journeyman auto ecosystem guy. Um, been blessed to work with so many great mentors over the course of my time and have been on most of the, uh, most around most of the end segments of the industry, particularly around auto finance and then that ecosystem. So happy to be here. Happy to, to help out. I thought uh, that last segment was fantastic. Amazing, right? She's just making it easier to do business with. You know, and if you're doing things that are making you easy to do business with, and you're, you're, you're making your, you're, you're being aligned to your customers' goals, whether it's a dealer or a marketer, seems to me that uh, when you when you couple that with the auction method, which is the greatest dynamic, uh, open live competitive bidding environment in the world, how could you go wrong, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a chance to ask her, but I was thinking, you know, I was, I saw Sky Holman in the live chat early, Sky. and he always uses a. A phrase that I love, he says, I'm agnostic, right? And I was, I was thinking after Kelly left, we'll maybe get her back and ask her again. But I think it almost sounds like she's kind of agnostic as well, right? She's not really either side of the fences. I would say so. I mean, Kelly's a very, very smart uh, marketing uh, mind. That, that yeah. That's kind of where she came from. Um, I'm sorry I missed her, but uh, yeah, she's, she's done a she's gonna call time. back in oh good she, she just she's yeah. yeah she's got she's on the go with logistics but she's gonna call back in um shortly we're gonna bring in uh lisa and carrie but we wanted to keep you for a few minutes you know what i was thinking about ty give me the vin oh give me the vin guy yeah i wonder vin. how that works hmm right yeah you, scott are you familiar with give me the vin have you seen that have have you seen what they did at the looks, Dallas looks manhunt? Really dynamic. Um, not specifically, but I'm familiar with the platform and pretty, pretty, pretty interesting technology. The, the it, it, I mean, I haven't been there. I haven't seen it in person, but it looks like basically, yeah, they've taken kind of the digital auction and put it on steroids. It's like a concert. But well, it's he kind of described it as a like a stock exchange. There's screens everywhere. There's chairs everywhere. Instead of a lane where the cars are, there's just screens. And I'm, I think it, the number was, I don't know, nine or ten cars that they're all bidding on at the same time. And it's crazy. Uh, well, that, that multi-bidding, that. those multi-bidding platforms have been around for much. They've been around for quite a long time. Um, 
not as effective on the on the vehicle side, but certainly on the real estate side of the auction markets, they work. But that's clearly where the future is going, where you could have, you know, multiple bidders bidding on multiple platforms uh, and you're easy to do business with. You're allowing men and women to be able to source the inventories that they need based on supply and demand. And and technically, as as Kelly pointed out, I think you both pointed out, um, you know, it's all on the buy, right? It's all on how you buy. And and that's really where these guys and gals are, are making making their money. From the buy, yeah. Right, well, yeah. And I will say this too, is that what, what I would think is why wouldn't you just set up your office as your your Wall Street center? Why would you go to a location? That's my one question. Oh, big dealers already do that. You should go. There's dealers that have a whole room, and that they've got three or four guys in there doing that. That's like for real, right? The buyers, but, but there's so no the need buyers. to go to the physical auction if I've got right. Oh, sports right. Book. Yeah, you're saying why? Well, you I know. think that ties back into what Kelly said. She's like, which again, maybe agnostic, but she's like, I'm not here to get rid of the physical auction and tell you old geezers to don't come here anymore. You can come here as much as you want. There's also this as an option, which. You know, Jay and I were talking about this earlier last week, Scott. We were, what was that, 2020, I think we were calling it the year of the hybrid. Well, we might have been a little early, but I think that hybrid model, and, and you're in the auction business. I mean, what do you what do you see the future, Scott? Well, I, again, a lot, lots of disruption. You're talking about, I mean, the auction, the auto auction space that we're talking about, just, you know, if you just look at the NAAA, you're talking, uh, I think the last I saw, 348 domestic and international markets, $121 billion of wholesale revenue, 7.5 million vehicles traded. That's just skimming the surface. Um, that's not touching all the wholesale and retail transactions outside of that space. So um, I know I'm a you know, I'm a I'm a zealot for the auction method of marketing, right? I, I look at the auction method versus the negotiated sale method. I say that when the terms and conditions are done up front, which they are in the auction method, uh, there's a greater success opportunity uh, in the in the transaction itself. So that's kind of where I come from. And whether it's whether it's physical, whether it's digital, it doesn't matter. But I think. The reality of it is, and you all touched on it, you know, everybody's got a phone in their hand. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Um, if you're making it easier to do business with that, there, I, I, you know, there is a socialization that goes along with the traditional uh, platform and the traditional um, auction physically. There's a socialization that's taken place for a long, long time. And I don't, I don't know that that'll ever go away, but I, but I do realize that, as the future generations come forward, there there will need to be a, an ease of doing business uh, and, and, a, and a, an alignment that need be with those customers and their goals, as I said earlier. And whatever whatever the auctions um, need to do to, to facilitate that will will help grow them. Mm -hmm. all, right, uh, all right, then I'll ask, uh, Given the state of digitization, um, I mean, there's a, there's there's still quite a bit of chaos, is there? Am I 
Am I, I think there's a lot of disruption, Jay. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I would say there's a lot of disruption. But again, we're talking about liquidity. How quickly do you need to turn an asset into cash, right? It's all about liquidity and speed. Uh, what, it, what an auction does is they guarantee checks and titles, really. They guarantee a check and a title. So it's a very easy way to, to turn liquidity. And then when you add in the, the ability to create critical mass of buyers and sellers to exchange and to, to create those markets uh, and the, the, you know, all the things that it does in terms of credible pricing models, process integrity, there's no better way. I mean, Rome was sold at auction for crying out loud. So this, you just said something and I was awesome. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's really interesting. Is this why Carvana is always in trouble and because they're uh, buying cars off the street and not getting their titles? And then they turn around and sell I the was car? just going to ask about titling. Because yeah, I've never yeah. heard, I've done this 22 years and I've never heard what Scott just said. That is beautiful, by the way, Scott. That is gorgeous. Well, I'll step back to early days, Ty, when we started to transact online. That was one of the things when a lot of the disruptors were coming in early on. Um, that was the question I would always ask is, all right, how are you going to guarantee? They, they'd sit down with us and say, you know, we're, we're ready to put your cars in line. Okay, great. I love that. How are you going to guarantee checks and titles? That's what, that's what the auction method and these professionals are doing out there. And so that becomes ah. a very critical, that's very, very important to the, integrity of the process and the success of the process and what creates the conversion right of what is offered to what actually sells and i think i think the NAAA, i mean the last i looked i think it was 64 percent maybe conversion overall dealer consignment and commercial so i think that's a pretty strong conversion rate that is yeah that's a big no that's doubt. great that's a big number I but think. again I but again you know, like I think Kelly pointed out earlier, it's, you know, it's your first impression when you're checking in and your last impression when you're checking out and you need to get back to the store, right? Because you're a small yeah. independent dealer, he or she, they got to get back to the store. Um, they don't, they don't have time. They're running a small business. Uh, the auctions only make money when they sell cars, you know, with, with, with the exception to the ancillary services that they provide. So, you know, how quickly do you want that dealer, he or she, to come back into the market to buy more cars, whether online or physically, right? So it's it's really a, a cycle time process. And I said it before, right? Being easy to do business with online, yeah. digitally, or, you know, in person. Well, that's why I like having Scott Cole. But Scott, I learned something every time I talk to you. That's amazing. Really cool. Likewise. Thank you. That. I yeah, enjoy, I always enjoy being on with you all. That's uh, say it one more time. The auction guarantees the check and title. Is that how you said it? Auctions guarantee checks and titles. Mm -hmm. Checks and titles on the automotive on the automotive side for sure. Oh, no, I was going to write that down as well. Perfect timing. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to bring in Lisa yeah. Franz to uh, join us here tonight. Um, operating partner at Big Valley Auto Auction. Lisa, let's see if. Um, Okay, so she's joining now. She'll be here in a second. Uh, and please do say hello in the live chat. Uh, John Robertson is here with us from Ship Your Car Now. Hey, John. Hey, John. He's glad that he caught Scott Kolb's segment. 
Uh, Scott's going to stay on with us, too, for the rest of the discussion. So, And Will Morris is active in the live chat. Hello to Gerard as well. Let's see if uh, Lisa can see us and hear us. I hear you. There's Lisa. Hey, what's up, Lisa? Hi. I know Lisa now. Hey, Lisa. Say what? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can hear you. (laughs) How are y'all doing this Doing great. It's great to see you. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Did um, you awesome. did you get to see uh, Kelly's segment? I did. I did. What she does is fantastic, wow. and everything she says is true. Oh. I mean, you come into our offices, we get stacks of paper. You know, um, you know, you. I don't want to say we lose cars, but I mean, there are definitely days where, you know, you you have to catch yourself, and you got salesmen going one way or the other and 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 we never have enough people on sale day mm. it's always yeah and they and they, you you see that right where you have to pick up the phone and call and everybody's trying to do 100 different things and sale day sale days always is just chaos right? i'm imagining the mounds of paper <laughs> right yeah. pic- right what is that like you know, I mean, my office, the front office, we've gone paperless, but definitely out in recon, out in um, the mechanic space, you know, it, it's tough. She's right. Transportation. I mean, it can gate passes. It gets it gets hectic. It's the best day on on you know the week, but you know, it, it's a mm. hectic day. Well, on every yeah. day sale day now too, right, Lisa? Absolutely. Yes. Say that again, well, Scott. I said every day sale day now. We don't have a. We do have a sale day traditionally, but every day sourcing's going on. Um, we're trying to help our partners make money and get those cars moved and get them back, like I said, into the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Never stops. So, uh, Lisa, you have the physical sale. I'm assuming you have an online sale as well? We do. We yeah. do. And then, of course, we, after our sale, we always have the bike now sale that goes online immediately after so and we sell through liquid motors through a v open line and um liquid motors we've heard that name oh liquid motors right and as right as we've been talking about right there's different platforms being agnostic as customer service sure liquid motors definitely i mean our our dealers i mean someone said in the chat a minute ago you know that i mean if you're only sell uh, converting 64 percent you need another option you know, and that's our goal. I mean, we're in South Texas. Uh, we're, we're 210 miles from probably the nearest auction. So we do our best that, you know, once sales over, we get those cars online, we get them on liquid motors. You know, we do whatever we have to do to sell those, cu- those cars for our customers. You know, hmm. they count on us. And now it's really an exchange, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, it's a network. Network. Well, that's, that illustrates the relationship and the importance of the auction and the relationship with the auction people going up that extra step to get rid of that car, right? So kind of- Definitely. I mean, we, you know, we're here to bring value to these dealers, you know, yeah. and, and to cut the headaches. I mean, especially for the smaller dealers, they, they've got mom and pop shops, or, or even if you, you know, if you're a, a midsize uh, car lot, you've got a lot going on. 
And so either being able to buy online or coming into the auction, but you know, your transactions are done, you get back to the lot. You don't need to worry about all of the other things that come along with, with buying an auction. I'm sorry, so my dog's coming in. <laughs> sorry about that. Sure, hey. It's a family show. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. So uh, what are some of the things that you see, Lisa, as, because I think demographics, right? That, that plays a big role as well. Like you were talking about the, the, the location where you are. Say that again, what was that, 250 miles what? We are on the southern border of Texas. So, huh. so we're about 210 miles to San Antonio, which is really okay. the closest big city to <clears throat> us. Yeah, good three, four hour drive at least. At least. Get to the big city. So mm -hmm. that demographic, I'm assuming, I mean, is that a, like the, the dealer network in that area? Are they more independent guys? Is that what you see where you're at? Like you do you see the big monster? We have a good mix. We have okay. a good mix. We run about 70% dealer cars. And of the 70%, we're 70% dealership uh, franchise. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, I mean, Franchise. It's funny. Um, the Rio Grande Valley is, I think, the fifth metroplex in Texas. So we're, we're kind of a band of from from uh, Rio Grande City all the way to Brownsville. We're sort of a, you know, we're a bigger area than people realize. Mm. Yeah, I didn't right. realize that. That would be a big area. Mm. What are you seeing right now? Are you seeing, uh, you said the majority of your vehicles are dealer vehicles. Is that what I heard? Like, yes. Uh, Consigner dealer yeah. cars, not yeah. the remarketing, the fleet lease people, not as much. Uh, about 30%. 30%. So uh, just curious, I came across, uh, there was a video today, a dealer talking about no sales at auctions. He's starting to see the no sales for the remarketing gang, the fleet gang, pass on the sale. Are you seeing that at all? You know, not so much. I mean, any... I don't know. They're selling pretty good still. You know, still, there's, a, there's a real hunger for those cars in our area. Okay. So I think we have a really strong market for the remarketing um, vehicles. Mm. Um, That's good. Thank good goodness. to know. Thank goodness they don't pass very often. And yeah, they're bringing they the money. Still bringing the money. That's what it comes down to, right? Yeah. They're still bringing the money. Now, you see on LinkedIn, I see on, on a regular basis, used car prices are starting to kind of inch down a little. Have you seen that? At all? Definitely, most definitely. Okay. Especially, um, you you see it in the lane. I mean, people who you know bought vehicles three four months ago, and now they're having to, you know, to turn them loose. And, and it's it's been painful for some of the smaller oh. dealers who are really having oh. to face that adjustment. Ooh, we got to talk about this. Sorry, should we bring Carrie on? Carrie could add to this, Jack. I was just gonna say, all right, Carrie, get ready. This, this is, is really your, good, Lisa. This is your I'm five second warning. It um here we go up on stage now please do welcome once again uh carrie rotunda is the general manager at america's auto auction erie which has recently changed their name from Corey auto dealers exchange uh oh it'd be helpful if i click the link too okay carrie let's see if you can see us and hear us again please do jump in the live chat ask questions this is the auto auction experience Tuesday nights live on ATI Auto Business, and um, we're live with Scott Kolb, Lisa Franz, 
Carrie Rotunda is joining us now. Hey, what's up, Carrie? How you hey, doing? Hey, how are you? Great to see you. Nice to see you. It's always nice to see you, too. All and right. everyone else. Hi, yeah. Scott. Hi, Carrie. Good to see you. Hello. Cool. Hey, Carrie. Okay, we're talking about, uh, Lisa just, uh, I don't know if you've been following, but Lisa just said something and I was like, oh, that's right. The, so what did you just say, Lisa? Some of these dealers are bringing their cars back right now and they're selling them. They're still bringing decent money. It's coming down a little. But what, finish, tell me but what you said. But the ones that bought, you know, at the height, you know, back in the summer, prices were crazy. And now that, now if, if they haven't sold those vehicles, now they're having to, you know, take that it, hit. And it, it's, it's hard, especially on the smaller dealers. It's definitely hard to watch what's kind of happened and see, um, see them into the vehicle so heavy and watch them take losses it's certainly been a lot different it's it's been a different atmosphere i mean i think that things have definitely changed as far as you're not seeing those hands go in the air product might not be as good as it was i mean people are holding on to more and they're being a little bit more leerier they're taking chances you're seeing a lot more fail arbitration you're seeing a lot more vehicles that aren't passing post pre-sale inspection let alone post-sale inspection so it's definitely changed the atmosphere is changing that's interesting because i'm watching i was watching you carrie but i'm look just looked over and lisa's doing this you <laughs> yeah. guys are about as far away as you can get from each other aren't you <laughs> that's <laughs> right there yes. you're Thanks. both shaking you, scott, I saw scott. afraid I? to take that leap given what they've seen for the last five six months you know it's, so yeah. it's, it's been true. hard it has been a lot harder it's it's like everything you've always known you no longer know anymore so it's a little different right now <laughs> yeah we were all That's experts a for a while there weren't we we were now, we weren't uh, selling cars oh, yeah, right? right we were just getting them through the lanes as fast because they were selling so fast and we're back to selling cars again <laughs> Wow. well you know that's funny you say that because I, I follow a couple of the car guys car dealer guys the co car car dealership coach guys i don't know what their real names are but they talked about, you know, they always have that message. The message is always, hey, it's easy to sell cars right now, but if you're not disciplined, if you're not structured, you don't have a system in place, get ready because you just turn around and bend over, you know, that kind of like hang on. And so it's, I, I don't hear that, that kind of talk in the auction world, but hearing Carrie and Lisa say that and Scott, I'm like, Oh, that makes so much. You now you guys got to work for it. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry Everybody's back to work. The other, the other thing, Ty, you know, auctions are good in uh, bad times, and they're great in good times. So um, they're yeah. always good. Yeah, yeah. No, always yeah, create liquidity. Create right. liquidity and guarantee the check and title. Well, you go back, right? You think about 9-11, you think yeah. about 08, the financial crisis, when, when look at COVID, post-COVID, when we had to create liquidity in the markets and these folks, Lisa Carey and many others, that's what they did. They, they created that dynamic marketplace of, of, you know, a call to action, emotion, a sense of urgency to turn those assets into into liquidity and that's that's what auctions do 
They do, and they do a good. So I'm encouraged to hear that Texas and Pennsylvania are seeing the same thing. Scott's shaking his head yes. So that what, because I, I do get to go to an auction maybe once a week. I don't know, not that often anymore. But I like to go to the auction because I get to see what I'm looking at on uh, LinkedIn. That's where I spend a lot of time. And I see these guys putting out numbers uh, at Blackbook. You know, they're, they've got a report almost daily now. Here's the latest trend. <laughs> but so to hear you guys say that, I know it's difficult, but at the same time, it is kind of assuring that, you know, we're not living in two completely different worlds like JZV Info Highway. What are you talking about, Jay? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I know. The, yeah, no, that EV news lately, right? What do you guys think of that stuff? Jim Farley and Ford and EV and deadlines and and then you you know on the other side of the fence you you know you see the the panels where they're talking about supply chains and recycling and materials and it's I mean it's it's just it's, it's chaos. It's where all the money is. It's where all the investment is. It's where the whole global investment community is right now. Right. Yeah, everything I just pointed out is just like that's just the back dust because it's all headed. <laughs> it's a comet zooming towards EV. If you so. just promise, is it? If you just promise you'll do these things, do you get money? Is that how this works? Or do you... <laughs> it's <laughs> fair. I'm, it's fair. I, I promise okay? I'll love EV if you guys just start sending me free money. Okay. Just kidding. Is that so? What, that's too much. How, okay. How much do? You, yeah, we better stop. How uh, how much do you see EVs in your auctions, Lisa and Carrie? Carrie probably see a lot more than I do. <laughs> well, so actually, yeah. I mean, we've definitely seen some te Teslas uh, just before I left this evening. We um, got, and I'm a little intrigued by it. I'm not going to lie. I had to drive it. Um, we did pull in a 2022 uh, Ford F-150 Lightning. Exactly. We do want to know, though, don't we? And while we're having this we conversation do. about EVs, I'm going to bring back Kelly, because I think Kelly's going to want to chime in on the EV stuff, too. Hopefully she can hear us. Um, Kelly, I think you can hear us. But please continue with what you were saying, Carrie. Um, I mean, the intrigue is there, right? It's inevitable. What can we do? We just have to accept it, embrace it, um, market it um, when we do come across them. Uh, there's definitely some excitement generated over this lightning. I mean, we sort of all flocked around it and looked at it. Um, you just got to accept it. <laughs> Did you, so first, I got to know, uh, two, I got two for you. First is, is when you drove it, what do you think? It didn't sound like it was running. It is. It is amazing. I mean, they're as quiet as quiet can be. Um, it was kind of like bright lights, bright lights, big city. You kind of just like, wow, looked at it. Um, it is the second one I've seen, the first one I've driven. I'll be honest, rather impressive. I mean, no, that's fine. Yeah, I want to hear. It. I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't driven one. Yeah, I hear people rave about them. OK, the next one was uh, I was in America's auto auction, Kansas City, Missouri, Doug and the gang, uh, Jennifer. And there comes, a, I think it was a 2022 Hummer EV, EV Hummer. Have you seen this? Have you heard this story? No, I have not. Okay, so I don't Is know anything about it. Is it out there? About... Is it news? What, where, what? No, no, this, oh. I ta I've talked about it more than once. I didn't want to talk about it again oh, okay. because I was still blows my mind. This has been no more than six months ago. Less than six months ago, I'm in Kansas City. Here comes a white, brand new Hummer EV. 
So uh, the whole auction, you know, Carrie, you know, Lisa, everybody flocks around this. Whoa, and everybody's touching it um, um, like that. So I'm just standing, I'm just listening and watching everybody. And I hear these one guys, yeah, that MSRP on that's 150 grand, something like that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. No idea. I walk around the other side and listen to other guys talk. Yeah, MSRP on that's 158. I have no idea. So I'm here in 150. So let's just say they're both crazy. Call it 125 or 175. The vehicle goes through the lane, has money, 248, and did not sell. No sell. Why? What? Can anybody help me understand this? What was that? Lisa's smiling. Carrie's. What was it? Just testing the water. Or? It was real money. I mean, I've been to enough auctions. I've watched. I've bought cars at auction. I've done it all. I'm just telling you, they had real money. The guy said, no. no the auction me, the auctioneer in me says greed. It's about all I could think of. I'm just yeah. going to say the same. I mean, you take it in a wholesale atmosphere and you see what it can do. And now guess what? You've got facts and you can prove it in a retail atmosphere. And you've just created an additional value on that vehicle. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. I wasn't offended. I just thought, wow, that was really crazy. Welcome, everybody. You're here part of a focus group. Now, forget that I just said that. Do I hear a bit? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's see. It sounds like the data is matching that I see on LinkedIn is matching what the physical auction ladies are saying, right? Okay, and then Carrie, uh, what do you, do you guys have any technology to help you guys use get through life better? Um, I'll be real honest. I've actually been in contact with Kelly and we're kind of in the process of, and I certainly don't want to make any announcements quite yet, but there may be some changes coming to our auction. Um, let's not say changes, but some improvements, some accessibility uh, that'll definitely help with our customer service. And um, I love her product. I truly do. Well, and I, I know I've seen follow some of your uh, LinkedIn stuff for the auction. And I, I think this is, and Lisa's the same thing, just watching Lisa on the show a couple of times, but auctions really, if I, if, if I were going to go to a dealership and talk about culture or go to an auction to talk about culture, I would go to the auction to talk about culture. Am I right or wrong? I would agree. It seems like it's easier to get everybody at the auction in the culture on board excited versus the dealership. And I don't know, I've been on both sides, but what are your thoughts, Scott? Well, I think it's really, you know, wholesale, retail transactions, right? The differentiation of, and, you know, everybody's in business to make a buck. So, and we're seeing the blurring of those lines anyway, it's, it's coming forward at some level here and there. So I don't know. I'm a big fan of all, all that. The, the, as I say, the trio of power, right? The auctions, the, the dealers and the, the commercial consigners or the remarketers, if you will. So yeah. Kelly, Kelly's wanting to talk. Kelly, what do you think? Say that question again. <laughs> I don't even remember anymore. Right, um, <laughs> I'm so blown away with the, having the auction ladies here. It's uh, pretty impressive. What about the? Yeah, something about culture. Something about oh, the culture. culture the that's auction. what it was. Yeah. The culture at the auction. Yeah, that's right. Because Kelly would know the answer to this question. About the culture. 
Yeah, is it? She just has another is it, question. Is it is it easy to get the auction auction gang on board to to use and do the auction v commerce? Um, well, like I was saying earlier, there's a, there's um, a lot of you know people are well rooted. It's a general it's a generational business, um, and everybody on this call can attest to that. <laughs> so, you know it. People love that um, nostalgia of the auction business. And, you know, part of the difficulty for me before COVID was to explain that, you know, we could create that whole, a whole new uh, feeling for the next generation with online. So now your customers have a choice. So if there's a preference for online from people who weren't rooted in the auction industry or in the automotive industry, um, they would have an option to go online, and people who love the, the physical culture, you know, can always attend the sale. So that's the way I see it. I, I want to jump in. Isn't this an example of the change of culture at the auction? <laughs> right? <laughs> this is what we're Ke doing, yes. Kelly's on the phone. <laughs> we're on Zoom. We've got chat. There's people here. Yeah, this is wild. <clears throat> well, it's educational. So... I think um, I'm definitely not trying to wrap it up, but I know everybody's got things to do. One of the things that I was thinking is, is this goes back to who's writing the checks here, right? It's all about the dealer. I'm the guy that's always yapping about love the dealer. The dealers can be the biggest pain in your ear in, but at the end of the day, I, I'm, and anybody that wants to disagree, just tell you're wrong. And I, I always said to my, my business, I, was, I wouldn't have a business if I didn't have employees. We get that. But that's that's who i really care about the most but it, it the next one is is the dealer so that's what i heard kelly talk about that i was really impressed with is the fact that she's catering basically i mean i know it's to the auction but it's to help the dealer is that right yeah 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 that's good so love the dealer there's where i'm at oh he's always coming back to love the dealer you gotta love the dealer you well, you know, to. it's funny you say that, Ty, because when um, another thing that motivated me was, you know, everybody takes care of that consigner, right? But you can't have the buyers without the sellers and vice versa. So this right. offered, you know, the auctions the ability to, to achieve a little bit more balance in that area and to bring another level of service to the, um, to the buyer side. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boost up then, the bar side. And then you have the various vendors on the periphery that are also benefiting from better communication. So you're really bringing the ecosystem in for a better experience all around. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Is that on the website? No? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, anybody have any final thoughts? Let's do final thoughts. You know, I would say that, you know, this this night was the perfect example of what it's become, what an auction's become, because we have dealers buying in the lanes. We have dealers buying online. And then we have guys standing in the lanes buying online. So, you know, we have this, this mixture of, of buying now. And um, we're, I mean, you know, we're South Texas where, you know, everyone wonders, you know, do you really you know, even have an auction down there? And, and we, we're seeing our older buyers becoming more savvy. They want to learn more about online. COVID did that to them. 
you know, so they were kind of forced into it, but they've embraced it, which is, is one of those things that when we opened in 08, I mean, we couldn't imagine ever selling a car online. And then I know our dealers had no idea how to do it. And, and in time, it's, it's something that's not just accepted, it's embraced. Well, mm. and then when, when somebody's watching Hulu and a Big Valley auto auction ad comes up, they be like, man, this place is progressive. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's good. Exactly. <clears throat> All right. All right. Anybody else final thoughts? Well, actually, you can't escape final thoughts. It's part of the show. We can't actually end the show without your final thought. So... Uh, be thinking of that. Uh, Ty will go next. I don't thought my final thought. It's always I'm so really and it. You guys I can say it all the time. I can do whatever, but I mean it with all my heart. I just having a relationship with you, everybody, ladies, Scott. It really means a lot to me. It means I know it means a lot to Jay, to us, all of us, because you guys don't know this, but you really you're completely educating us, and we need that, and it's important for our community and it enables us to hopefully help you guys. So it really seriously, I just thank you. I get goosebumps and start crying a little bit. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Ty. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I want to add to that is that, cause that's, that's why we're, that's why we're here. I mean, and the, short notice too. Oh okay, my god! Yeah, exactly. Carrie. Thank you. That's another applause. Yeah. Yes. Lisa and Kelly. Even I Kelly. I mean, this was we didn't we didn't spend the Jay's usually spends a lot more time. This is where Jay messed up and asked me to help. <laughs> <laughs> so thank He's you. He's a super very much. connector. He just doesn't have. I'm not an organized guy. Uh, yeah, all the not time. an organized guy. But but that's what it is. This show, so auto auction experience is for us to continue learning and help our section of the ecosystem. Even though this is an automotive business show, it's no secret that half our audience is in the carrier and transportation section. And so um, it is. It's wonderful for us to try to help bring information because there's got to be somebody right now thinking. Man, I gotta get juiced into all this new tech because that's where I'm gonna find business development, huh? And then yeah. actually, that was Kelly's story. Kelly, that's yeah. We should help Kelly build a massive transportation arm on the app. I know that's what I was out. thinking. Yeah, I didn't cool. want to seem too eager, but yeah, <laughs> that's what wow, I'm that's thinking. Good. I'm gonna be in um, San Diego, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll oh, see you in right. San Diego. Awesome. Good. Great. Yeah, we'll make. We'll, we'll, do we need to book a time with you, or do we just catch you? Or on the app. Look at Ty. <laughs> Got the pencil behind the ear and everything. <laughs> I'm doing better. I've been listening. Carrie in a couple weeks. Okay. Yes, she's going to be visiting me. Whoa. All right. Let's do. Show of hands. Oh, I cut you. I think. Did I cut you off? No. Oh no, you're here. No. All right, show of hands. Who's going to be some who's going to be at a trade show next month? Oh, I mean that's not me. Yeah, that's you guys. Okay. Good. Great. Great. Excellent. Okay. And who's going to be at a trade show in November? All right. Okay. Awesome. All right, cool. So we're going to be seeing more of each other 
And that is what's really exciting. So we can continue this conversation. If you see Ty live walking around, don't run the other way. Don't Ask Carrie what happens. Yeah, exactly. What happens, <laughs> Carrie? Carrie's like, Where's he finds the you. <laughs> <laughs> Stalker guy. Here comes the weird guy with the stupid thing again. Oh, man. When you That's see him funny. talking to his rig, you know... There's a hallway near you. Okay, well, listen, we really appreciate you yeah. all taking the time and joining us. It means so very much to us. Yeah. And the live Thanks, everybody. Thank, thank you, Kelly. Thank good you info. Thank you, Kelly. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Thank you all. Great thank seeing you. everyone. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a great fall. Bye. Thank you very much. Okay, and that is the end of the meeting. Um, Cool. That was really cool. I um, I do I love networking and meeting other folks in uh, the giant automotive ecosystem. There are so many people we still haven't even met. So if you know somebody, or maybe you're that person, and um, you know what, there's a show in here, Jay, or maybe Jay, you can help me find a show within the stuff that I'm doing, our website, our services, our clients, our business, our technology, uh, an office tour, something at a trade show. Gosh, there's so many opportunities. Let us know how we can help. I'm Jay, the founder of ATI Auto Business. You can send me an email. Send in the news. You can send me an email for so many reasons. Put my email in the live chat. Autotransportintel at gmail.com. Yep, the original name. Um, and, uh, yeah, in any way we can help John, of course, let us know how we can help. And, um, I just want to say thank you so much. Location services. Thank you. Rapid recon Murphy auto transport services, Superflow systems, pre-owned auto logistics. And of course, a huge thank you to tonight's guest, our feature segment with Kelly Bianchi, auto, uh, and then we had Scott Kolb. He's an auto auction marketing expert. And Lisa France, operating partner at Big Valley Auto Auction. And uh, Carrie Rotunda, general manager, America's Auto Auction in Erie. And, of course, Ty Thompson, Cars on the Move. Thank you, everybody, so much for jumping in the live chat. If you missed this show live, please do check it out on demand. Put it in the comments below. Join us on another show. We've got uh, Thermonuclear Thursdays with Dispatching Live. We'll be back on Friday and Cars in the Move live with Ty connecting dealers, auctions, and carriers. Um, and let us know how we can help you. Contact Ty if you've got a question, if you want to broaden your networking. Again, we're going to be at another trade show in October and another trade show in November. And we're always looking for the next event, so please let us know how we can help you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Episode 260 in a row on a Tuesday night. Oh, uh, next week, next Tuesday night, I think we got Digital Dealer Energy. So also be sure to join us for that. All right, here comes the car hauler. Thank you so much. Be safe, and we'll see you soon. Peace out, everybody. Thank you.